Iowa everywhere. Chris Williams. Chris. Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. What's going on? Welcome to Two Guys Named Chris. It is the 11th of May. Welcome to our Thursday installment. It feels like it's been a month since we have been on the air. Well, you, you also, you're six minutes late as well. It's 9.36 on the East Coast, 8.36 in well, God's actually, country. Actually, I, I wasn't, I was only two minutes late. I don't even think I, I was know. that, but I'm having internet you, problems. You are an absolute so. mess. I was a mess on a Monday with my sickness, and you can tell there's still some remnants, but I'm feeling a lot better. That's, that's good. Your we're we're is, all really concerned about you. Your internet's a disaster. You're glitching. Yeah. You look like I don't know what shit. to do. I don't know what I can do. I I, I do know that I'm going to fire Mediacom. MC22 proudly presents Chris Williams. Terrible internet. I pay for a gig, you know? It's one of those deals. It's like the, the internet thing. Like, is there a bigger ripoff than any internet company? Because you never get what you pay for in any capacity. It doesn't matter the router doesn't matter if you're plugged in. I, mean, yeah. I have like a, I have a great computer. Like I, because they control really, everything. They control. They squeeze you down. You know, you pay for all this extra, and and you find out that you're basically running at the same speed as the guy next door who's paying half the price. Yeah, if it gets too bad, I will uh, just Matt. We can just cut off my camera, and that should be able to. That should be able to fix it. I would think. Um, we do, man, we have a lot to get to. Uh, we're presented as always by Fairway Meat and Grocery. Um, I also wanted to, uh, before we get going, give a shout out to our, uh, partner of the week at Conoyer Garden Center. I actually did this on last Friday. See, look at that. I'm walking in there. Isn't that beautiful? Well, that's, that's you? The- yeah, that's me. Okay. That's me with Elise. So you're the, the partner location. of the week? Yeah, well, no. Knoyer I thought this is. was going to be like a picture of like a really loyal Knoyer shopper. Look at all these beautiful plants. Wow, colorful. Oh, and it's See, Mother's it, Day week. Correct. That's why we're hitting oh, this so hard. Yeah. Get your butts in there. Mommy-like. We've got the locations in Ankeny and also in Grimes. This is your Mother's Day location. You don't need to go anywhere else. And the plants in there are like better. Van Winkle's into plants. He it's loves like plants. those Circa odds. You know, they're just yes. better. <laughs> yeah, they just are. I mean, I bet a lot of NASCAR, you know. Every week, the Circa odds are better mm-hmm. than the other ones that I'm trying to price it around on. Can I make a confession real quick? Yeah. yeah. So I sent my mom. I Normally, I send her flowers. She lives out in California. I always have to deal with the stupid taxes and the delivery fees out there. I got targeted for this Instagram ad for these paper flowers. Like it's a bouquet that opens up and it's like a 3D bouquet of flowers. Is that lame of me? Should I have just gotten the real flowers? She liked them. She's really artsy. She as long loves as she likes them. She liked them. It's all that matters. 
I don't think it's lame. Now, they might be a fire hazard. <laughs> and I, I the really cool thing is they, they plant a tree for every bouquet they, they send out. Well, that's what they tell you. Yeah, they tell you that. And that's the other problem I have. Like, when I'm checking out at, like, the gas station and they're like, hey, do you want to round up and give it to the sick kids? No, I because never, I don't know that I you're actually giving them to the sick yeah, kids. I never do it. Uh, it, it always happens to me at the airport. Like, if I have to go buy a water and one of those, like, would you like to round up and uh, give some extra money to the uh, Wounded Warrior Project? Nope. Sorry. I don't trust you. I don't either. And I already do my own charitable stuff, so I'm not going to rely on you at McDonald's <laughs> to round. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah. What are we doing? Come on now. Come on now. Where are you at? You upstairs in your living room? Yeah, or I just came up to the kitchen hoping to get a better internet signal. I'm I'm beyond pissed. But I haven't had this problem in a long time either, so I have no idea. Exactly <laughs> Elliot says, tell Bloom to stop using your connection. He probably is. Um, let's start with the gambling deal. Uh, it's been a hell of a week with a lot of, I don't know, speculation hassle because that's really all that people have been able to do do we get these releases from iowa and iowa state mm-hmm. on monday evening about um you know iowa state says 15 athletes Iowa's was a little different it was like 26 athletes and then they they listed all these like other people who aren't associated with the university and, and everybody kind of freaks out we're like is this point shaving is this like are people going to jail or you know how, how is this going to look um it you know it looks to me now, based on what we've seen by authorities, that you've got some underage kids, I guess we can call them, who are betting illegally because you have to be twenty one to to bet in the state of Iowa. Which I didn't even I didn't know. Um, I I guess I thought that it was eighteen. No, it's twenty one. And okay, so. I think that at this point in the week, people are wondering, okay, so what's this mean? I get it. They're investigating some stuff. If, if let's just say, one of a good player on one of my favorite teams was betting on an NBA game, what's going to happen to him? It's probably going to be suspended. Would be my guess. Um, now, now the debate really turns to how stupid these rules are and right. how dated these rules are, considering it's it's legal here now. I I would guess if we did a poll of our audience that not many people care mm-hmm. if a football player at Iowa is betting on the NBA playoffs, and I cer- I certainly don't. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. Mm-mm. And it, it, it honestly doesn't even surprise me that they're doing this. It surprises me that they're putting so many resources into trying to uh, stop this. If it's not players betting on their own sport, that's a big problem. That can't yes, happen. That's different. That should be punishable by, you know. You kicked off the team, can never play again, that sort of thing. But if it's somebody betting on a sport that they have no connection to, especially a 
a professional sport? And I get the rules say that, but are we really going to enforce a multi-game suspension for, let's just say, a football player because he bet on some game that he had no connection to? It, the the underage thing, if you get caught doing this, so let's just say a, a non-athlete gets caught doing this, it's a simple misdemeanor. So that means you're just paying a little fine. If, let's say... Um, on the Iowa State release, it said track and field athletes. If a if a long jumper bets on the Super Bowl, they could lose half their season. How insane is that? Yeah, it's the most. It, I get it. Like it's a, it. It reminds me of the the example I've used is when I get a speeding ticket in the mail. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were going seven miles per hour over. Meanwhile, I got passed by 15 cars on my way downtown who probably didn't get one. Like, I still was speeding, and I yeah. knew I was speeding, so I, I'll, I'll pay the fine. But, like, th- this whole thing, like, it's really unfortunate. I just want to know why our state was targeted. Like, why did this start here? And That's at this point, it's, it's, we're Thursday morning now recording this. I'm surprised that there hasn't been more. I'm surprised that something hasn't come out like, oh, okay, Kansas. That's, Ohio is dealing with the same. No, nothing yet. Now, I think there will be, but I'm surprised it, it hasn't happened yet. But I guess what, Iowa must have been the only state that got the jump on this to really dive in. And... Do other states have a DCI-type investigative team? DCI is an Iowa thing. I looked up DCI. It's the Department of Criminal Investigation. That's an Iowa thing. There's not... I'm sure other states have something similar, but the DCI is not some kind of national thing. Yeah, I'm sure these other states have it. I just... Again, like, why... Because here's the deal, like... I refer to this, it's been a brutal, I think it's what my tweet said, 24 hours. And people are like, why? Why has it been brutal? I'll tell you why it's been brutal. Hassel, I mean, I probably had 40 interview requests. Fox News. Um, Like these. And my point being, when you see gambling, student athletes, it leads to rampant speculation. Your mind jumps to, oh, they're point shaven. Yeah, and that's simply not the case here. Mm-hmm. And the authorities have said so, but you know how our media works where well, I think people, people are like okay, okay, this they're they're really they're going hard at these they must they must have done something really bad if they're putting this many resources into it, they're making this big a story out of it. This must be bad. That's what I don't I, get. I simply don't think it's going to turn out to be that way. If it's just underage betting and if it is somebody that's 21, 22 betting on some professional sport that they're not involved with, um, it seems like much ado about nothing. And I really hope that the punishments reflect that. It would be a shame for football players to be suspended several games for betting on the, the NBA playoffs or whatever. I don't think they should be betting on their own 
I don't think they should be betting anything NCAA, anything amateur. I agree. Like, but we if can't it's professional have Iowa betting, football players betting on the Big Ten championship game. That would be a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I get sure. that. Like, if, if an Iowa State football player bet on, um, you know, against TCU in the national – I get it. Like, that, that all makes sense. Let's use some common sense here. But frankly, in, so I've done some looking into this. And, Chris, in 2018, the NCAA really adjusted its gambling. Um, so it used to be if a swimmer placed one $10 bet on the Super Bowl and the NCAA found out about it, that swimmer would be banned for life. <laughs> yeah. Prior to 2018. Now they've changed it since then. And from what I understand, and this is where I've been telling people as far as the punishments go and the suspensions go, we don't even know the players yet. But it will depend on how much they bet is how this works. Oh, the the amount wagered? That matters. Now, here's my point. What What happened recently that didn't exist in 2018 when it comes to student athletes? Well, NIL. Yeah, we started paying them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these guys out there who are making more money than the people watching this right. show who have been in the professional world and they don't have kids and they, you know, they're a college student. So I just think there's a lot of updating that needs to be done. And I'm not even saying, I don't know what the Iowa and Iowa State players did. We need to wait and see what, what were they betting on? How much were they betting? Was it... You know, or was it simply a, you know, a men's basketball player at Iowa wanted to place a $25 wager on the under at the Super Bowl? That's harmless. Like, I have no problem Mm -hmm. with that whatsoever. But what's been so unfortunate about this is just because of how it all came out, and I don't really blame anybody, I think the universities actually did the right thing by just putting out a release and saying, hey, this is happening. There's been some pretty good reporting. Our friend Keith Murphy has gotten authorities on the phone. The Action Network's been really good. And when but, when we've heard from the authorities, they kind of downplay it a little. Yeah, bit. they make it sound like it's no big deal. And you know, the, and the NCAA has been rendered almost useless and powerless over the last five years. Uh, you just wonder, you know, are they going to try to use this as, oh, we still have the power. We still have the strength. This is ours. This is what we do. I certainly hope not. Um, Make no mistake. These players, I guarantee, knew that this was against the rules. They're talked about all the time. They bring people in and say, you cannot do this. You cannot do that. They knew it, but... How many things do we know that we're not supposed to do that we still do? You mentioned speeding. Yeah. Going 15 over the speed limit. Everyone else is doing it. Everyone else is betting. We've always been betting. It just hasn't been documented in apps. And I also yeah. wonder, like, how are they how are they doing this underage? Because it's it, they make it difficult. Like these these sites, they make it difficult to sign up. I mean, you have to you have to put in a lot of information, and if it's just like, oh, I'm Joe Schmo, I'm 25 years old, my younger brother 
is John Schmo. He's 18. He wants access to my account or I'll put in a bet for him on my account. I mean, how do they even track that? And how are they going to stop that? They would have had to have been looking for it from what I understand from the people I've talked to. And that's my whole, it it keeps coming back to me is like, why was Iowa targeted? Mm -hmm. Because I think what you're saying is a lot of what's going to happen here with the underage ones. Because it's not easy. It's not easy to, to do that. In fact, it's almost impossible because you have to scan your driver's license. And this technology is so good that it can, it'll pick up a fake one, right? Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's not like, you know, going to buy beer at the gas station when we're 20 and using a fake ID. Yeah, I did that. Sorry, dad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't even need a fake ID for some of the stuff that I bought when I was a teenager. Cause I, I I looked like I was 25. (laughs) So I'd go in and. You know, I'd buy tobacco, and I knew that wasn't legal. But kids, especially kids. I mean, these are kids still. Come on, let's not let's not lose our heads here. Okay, slap on the wrist, fine. Warning, fine. But I just hope this doesn't end. If it's what we think it is, in suspensions or loss of eligibility, God forbid. That would be a bridge too far. And then, if you do that, then you're setting a precedent that you have to keep doing it and doing it for... Because you make no mistake, this is happening everywhere. Everywhere no that sports gambling is legal, which is, I think, 30-plus states now, mm-hmm. it's happening. And you know what? Even in the states where it's not legal... It's also happening, but it's happening with somebody, you know, at, at the at the end of the row in the dormitory who's running the book. You know, he's doing it under the table. That always happened, and, and that's a lot of people are like, oh, well, this is the fault of internet gambling ads. And um, no, it, it's absolutely not. Like, th- this actually what it does show, Chris, is that their process works. But again, like, I want to know why Iowa was targeted. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, this is happening everywhere. It's always happened everywhere. But now, because of technology, there's all these, you know, things that they can do to track it. Mm -hmm. And we had one question. Brandon asked, does some of the blame fall on Jamie Pollard and Gary Barta for not making it clear to athletes that this is illegal in the NCAA? And I... I do not blame Pollard and Barta. Like these athletes go through vigorous. <laughs> yeah. If become... somehow they weren't aware, then yes, but yeah. there, th- there's no way. All these I athletes. I mean, you go down, you could go to Central College, yeah. and they are talking to their athletes about that. This yeah. isn't something that slipped through the cracks here that they didn't know that this was against the rules. They knew, but. Everybody's they doing they it. Get caught, and it's yeah. really—it's not that big a deal. No, especially in 2023. So let's see. The, now, the NCAA, the new president, was quoted—I think it was last week or two weeks ago—about this very topic. Now, not not Iowa and Iowa State, but about the gambling thing and potentially loosening things up. So let's see how this plays out. 
Uh, but I, I don't like our chances, though. I mean, I, I think that that's why it's been a bad 48 or 30, 72 hours because there's just, you know, you turn on ESPN and you see it on the bottom line. Did you talk about it on HQ? Was this a story? You know, not not a lot. Okay. We're a little Good. bit different in that we, we have leaned into gambling from the very beginning and no one thinks it's that big a deal. Yeah. And so we haven't really gotten into it much, especially because some of the, there's so many gray areas here. We don't know a lot of the questions that people are asking. So there's not a ton to do right now. Uh, but people that I've asked in the gambling industry, they just kind of shrug it off too. Like it's, oh, this is happening everywhere. So what are they going to do? They're going to, they're going to suspend everybody. They're going to dig deep into every single state into every single program. They're going to go to Northern Iowa next. They're going to go to Drake after that. Here's what's funny. Um, that's how your organization... I'm not kidding. I should screenshot to you the amount of requests that I've gotten. Some political talk radio show in Washington, D.C., Fox News, um, News Nation... I looked that up. Apparently, that's like what like Bill O'Reilly and like Chris Cuomo are doing now. Or like started some. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a sports, and that's just why it's just unfortunate because I think that it's well, a it's a sexy headline. headline. It's a yeah. sexy, flashy headline, and it's got and our people state have a right lot of questions. Middle. Yeah. So you've and turned it, all these interviews down. Yeah, I have. What do you say? I, Don't know enough. Either don't respond or I'd say, no, thank you. Like I, I just, I know what they're looking for and it's not what I can provide Uh because right. And I don't know. No, Steve Dace did not reach out. Matt, who's, who's, you didn't go on blaze. (laughs) I I want to see you on blaze. Maybe full circle. I feel like even like if I go on there, I'm representing the state of Iowa in a way. Yeah. I don't think definitely representing the Iowa state. I don't think this is a big deal. And no, I think it's smart to 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 not do that because I don't we just be don't one know enough clips. right now. Right? Yeah. Mhm. Well, our uh, farmers going to shout out to our great farmers via our friends at Channel Seed today. Um they're getting some great planting in. I think they're they got to be I don't know if they're done, but they got to be getting close. They're they are nearing in on. It. I saw our friend Matt, who, who he's the guy who takes the temperature of the soil for channel seed. Oh, he what puts he, that anal thermometer in the soil. He's checking the cycles of the uh, of the soil. Williams, you were one of those kids that when you felt sick in elementary school, you went down to the principal's office and sick because the secretary was the one that took care of you. There was no nurse, and they gave you an option to put the thermometer either in your mouth or in your ass, and you just bent over, didn't you? You sick son of a bitch. I'm sure our friends at Channel appreciate their (laughs) shout out to agriculture today. The fact that 72% of Iowa is used for cropland. That's a legacy, damn it. Thank you to our friends Mm -hmm. at Channel Seed and all the great people in agriculture here. It's a busy time. A lot of them probably listening to this podcast when they're out in the fields today. Uh, Iowa men's and women's basketball coming to Des Moines. Awful opponents, but an awesome concept hassle. Yes, I think it's a it's a net positive 
because they are playing in Des Moines. They they should do this every year. They really should. Um, that that is uh that's an area that well we know when we hear it from fans all the time. It, like on a weeknight, it's tough going all the way from Des Moines to Iowa City, and there are so many Iowa fans in the Des Moines area and west of Des Moines that that don't get a chance to see these programs as much as they would like to. It's just, um, I, I wish that the opponents were better. I get what Iowa did. It's a savvy business decision. They took two dud games out of Carver and moved them to Des Moines, giving other people a chance to see the team, and they're going to sell it out because of Caitlin mm-hmm. Clark. Make no mistake, this will be sold out. This will be a hot ticket. There will be Iowa State fans who buy tickets to see Caitlin Clark. I've heard from some of them already on Twitter. It said they are going to go just to see Caitlin Clark, which is the main reason that the women should play second. The women should be in the marquee spot. They should be the main event. They're going to be likely a top five team. And the majority of people that go to these games are mostly going to be there to see the women's team. If you put the men second with two inferior opponents, you're going to have a lot of empty seats for that men's game, especially in the second half. If you put the men first, men's game is going to be full in the second half as they wait for the women. And most people are going to stick around that entire game because... That's their only chance to see Caitlin Clark playing back in her hometown. I'm just disappointed in the opponents. I'm not asking for this to be the women against LSU and Iowa against Duke. That's too far fetched. Yeah. But maybe just a little bit of a well a little bit of a step up. The television aspect of this too, I'm I'm guessing that the only way they could plan this far out and get back to back is if they if they know it's Big Ten Network, right? If both games are going to be on TV. That's a good point. We, I guess, don't know. The, the, the Big Ten Network Probably, has that, like, I, app. I guess. I mean, this isn't something that's going to be on ESPN. No, but my point is, Fox. if they were playing good opponents, they maybe would get picked up, is my point. If they were playing good opponents, yes. Yeah, and they're not. But, so that, they're not. So, be. yeah, it's going to be either Big Ten Plus, just something to that effect. I mean... It's not going to be a big TV event, but yeah, I could see Big Ten Network doing this back-to-back games, a little studio fill. It might even have people on site to you know interview Caitlin Clark before the game, that sort of thing. I'm saying like a studio team on site. I like be, your concept on putting the women second. I think it's a great idea, and I think it's well-deserved. Don't you think they that's are. the only way you can go here? Why yeah, would you I, put the men second? I, I would... I would make a just a brief argument that because you're in Des Moines and it's people who don't get to go to games live very often, they're more amped to stick around for the full men's game. But I just like your point in putting the women there. They are the main event. Treat them like one. Mm-hmm. They are the main event. Period. Matt po- points out that Cleveland State, who the women are playing, won 30 games last season. They did, but they're still in the Horizon League. They're still in a one-bid league. 
They still got their ass kicked in the first round of the tournament as a 13 seed. Iowa women will be favored by 20-plus points in that game. It's not, it's not like these are going to be good games. Unless, unless Florida A&M does what they did against Iowa State a few years ago. Wasn't that the team that came in and notched their only Power 5 win of all time against <laughs> Iowa on, State? In Pro? That was on New Year's Eve. What a triumphant return this could be for the... Are they the Rattlers? They have a sick... Um, like, yeah, they're... Maddie, Maddie pull up their, their logo... They have awesome uniforms. They're and like as, as other people green. have pointed out, Iowa lost to uh, Eastern Illinois last year. So, God, that was a terrible Maybe game. that will be a tight game. That yeah. was just a, the worst New Year's Eve ever after Iowa State lost to Florida A&M. Kind of started Rattlers. to know that the Prome era was really uh, yeah. struggling at that point when you're losing games like that in Milwaukee at home <sighs> like they were starting to do. All right, uh, we'll keep moving on because we have a lot to get to. Two guys. But b- bottom line, bottom line on that, Chris, just to put a bow on it. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. Great idea. It's better than. I know a lot of fans want better opponents. I do too. But bottom line is, it's a win. It's a great thing for fans. And it's good for Des Moines too, as Wells Fargo Arena is continuing no to doubt. build on it. Great job by Wells Fargo Arena to get this. Yes. Get this every year. And they want to be more of a college basketball. You know, they're hosting these NCAA tournaments, mm-hmm. and if you can get some of these non-conference games, it's 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 a good thing all the way around. Uh, we are presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery in the Channel Seed Studios, May 11th. Uh, we'll have the hook. Uh, Ken Miller and Mike Palm from Circa are recording tonight, and then I uh, will be doing a podcast tomorrow with John Miller. John's well, been you guys selling all that. Yeah, he's back, baby. He's back. John will be back with me tomorrow. We will be recording tomorrow morning so you guys can have a weekend podcast or two to take in here on Iowa Everywhere. Bob Huggins is keeping his job after um, a cu- dropping a homophobic slur twice on a Cincinnati radio station. He I think was con- talking like he was just in a bar with two guys and there were no microphones around. <laughs> Like, that's how I would picture him talking just, you know, with no mics around, with no cameras around. And it was on a radio show in the middle of the day. Yeah, and like these old buddies of his and uh, whatever. He I, I, Some context here. He's 69 years old. That word has changed a lot over the years. I think that if all of us are being honest uh we have said that word in the past when it didn't have the connnotation that's a, that it for, does we're, now. we're how old i'm 38 you 30 30 38 that was a word that we would just throw around in high school and you would like, say it to your best friend yeah you would say it to like and teachers wouldn't even like you might have a teacher that say hey don't say that but no one would get in trouble for saying it no um this is a this is a complex deal because you know how it goes, Chris. If you if you think Huggins should have lost his job, then you're a woke leftist. Mm-hmm. If you <laughs> if you think he should have kept his job, then you're a you're just a big Trumper. Yeah. Um, there are nuance. There is a way to have this conversation nuanced. I, my thing is I don't I don't even know Chris if if I think he should have lost his job. My whole thing is I just think that. 
we just can't this just can't be a casual conversation about about that word it is the the context of it that that bothered me was that he used it so freely and like not once but they doubled down right and then he laughed at it that was to me it was like because at first i read it on twitter what he had said when i heard it i go oh he's getting fired Hmm. because i think the the majority of coaches would have been fired for that yes but he coaches in west virginia Mm -hmm. that matters he's 69 years old i do think that matters i mean we've talked about having our dads on a podcast before and we're like i don't know <laughs> i right like it, it, this is part of this conversation right um i just hope that it's not a you know i hope he does learn from it i guess like that that's my biggest thing i think the three game suspension is stupid he's gonna miss games against like <laughs> Florida Atlantic or Florida ain't not Florida Atlantic. Florida, who the hell's Iowa playing? Florida A and M, that type of deal. The well, I've got the schedule right here, baby. Oh, who do they got? Okay, Tell all right. And this is where I think that they whiffed. Um, they did fine him basically what amounts to a million dollars. He's he's taken a million dollar hit in his contract heading into the final year of his deal. I think yes, he needed right. to be suspended for more games. Me too. Missouri State, Monmouth, Jacksonville State. Yeah. And so I asked the question, oh, okay, well, who's the fourth game against? Well, they're <laughs> heading to a tournament, the Fort Myers tip-off against teams like Virginia, Wisconsin, and SMU. So he, I think you got to at least suspend him for that as well like he's probably saying good i didn't want to be on the sideline for those games anyway he'd rather just sit at home i i just think it i don't again i don't even know if they should have fired him that's kind of between him and his boss and like they Mm -hmm. know more about it than i do is he a good citizen what do boosters think that plays into it let's be honest well that's all that matters is what the boosters think if he sucks and they've been looking to get out of his contract for a while. He's fired. That's just mm-hmm. how this business oh, yeah. works. No doubt. But he's the third winningest coach in D1 history. He's the active right now. He's the active leader in wins for head coach. I just thought it looked, the way I read it yesterday, very – I thought it looked very casual. And that and that's the thing. Like You, you talk to people from the gay community, and that word isn't casual to them anymore. Like it maybe was twenty five years ago, right? Or twenty years ago. Um, I don't know when that thing started to take a turn, but it it took a start. It one. seemed to, to ten to fifteen years ago. Okay, I know I haven't used that word in at least fifteen years. No, nor have I. I mean, honestly, I was a I was a theater major. I've talked about this in college, and like half of my class was was gay people. Started mm-hmm. to hang out with them. They became good friends, and like that's. You start to talk to these people who are different than you, and you you know you learn about it. And I'm guessing that Huggins hasn't done that a lot at 69 right. years old, living in West Virginia. And I, that's an assumption. I don't know that. My whole thing is with West Virginia. I think it's just it, I thought it came off very casual. Their response to it, there wasn't really any thinking about it. When maybe that's good PR because they just made a decision and moved on, as opposed to letting the thing linger. Yeah. 
It's a tough spot. I don't know exactly what they're supposed to do. I think this is probably most people thought that he shouldn't have been fired for this. I don't know about uh-huh. the most. What, 60-40? I would say, probably. Yeah. And I, but, I was one of those. I, I didn't... I was a little relieved to see that he wasn't fired. I get this. I just don't want every single time someone does something like this for their careers to end. They need to suffer some major consequences, but um, for a career to end, I, I think that's a little much. And I think the more decisions like that that are made, the more it sets a precedent that the next time it happens, it's gonna the same thing is going to happen. Now, we should learn. We should know that we can't do that. Then we shouldn't even think that way. But what what really bothers me is that I just know that let's just say someone like you or I, if we said that, mm-hmm. we're not getting another chance. No. That's the problem. Is that the, the his past, his winning, mm-hmm. the position he's in, the sport he's in, the the price that people are willing to go for these coaches... Um, they will get more leniency compared to Joe Schmo. That's where there the was problem a is. Big Twelve podcast. Uh, have you ever heard of the Locked On podcast? Yes, I saw this last night. Did you see this? This guy. I saw this story. Yeah, where he, I I hadn't listened to his podcast, but I, I I took it that he thought Huggins should be fired. He did. Okay, that was his take. Well, he yes. he replayed what Huggins said on this radio show and did not exit out, I guess. And I do think that was a mistake. Shouldn't have okay, done that. Well, um, but they fired him. Yeah, should not, under any circumstances, have lost his job for that. They he, and his point, and we can agree or disagree with it, um, he replayed it because he was showing he wanted to show his audience full context of what was said, which I think matters here because it was so casual and how Huggins said it. But <laughs> like do you was, really need to hear the full word? Oh, I don't know about We in this know instance. what the word sounds like. I, I think most of the people listening to this guy's podcast probably had heard it. Um mm-hmm. and even if you blank it out, yeah, no, I I agree with you. I'm just saying like that first time I heard that thing, I I was shocked. I thought it was going to be like a slip up where he just oh and then they they kind of move yeah. on. The fact that he threw Catholic in front of it and then he doubled down on it immediately and then those hosts laughing and I think that's what this guy for this podcast network was trying to convey to his audience because he was like this guy needs to be fired. I think he was trying to show that context. Well then he got fired because of it and it's just that turned into this whole other Deal and, and to your point, Bob Huggins is the one who said it. Here he is. Um, a one million dollar pay cut, big deal. That means nothing to Bob Huggins. What is he still making? Seven million. Yeah, that is pr- when you put it that way. It's pretty wild. Huggins kept his job. This guy who played what Huggins said and disagreed with it. what he said and said that he should be fired. This guy gets fired. <laughs> yeah. What is his name? Josh Neighbors. He hosts a Big Twelve podcast for that locked on network crazy story uh but huggins will be there 
next year unless anything and else happens. This will probably be his last year. From everything I've heard from our college basketball guys, this is probably going to be his, his last season. And that might have played into it as well. He might have said, look, guys, I'm, I'm heading out after this season anyway. Give me one more. Yeah. I think this will be it. And then, uh, and then they can have a, a full big... year now to find a replacement. In three months, people won't be talking about this. Nope. Like, nope. this will not be uh, – I, I saw some of that. Like, it shouldn't be Huggins' entire legacy. It won't be. No, like it, it will that's not. That's not going to be his legacy. But if he was fired for this and never got another chance, it would be. May have been. Uh, let's do a wrestling topic. <laughs> what happened State, here? Iowa State has flipped – the number one wrestler in the class of 2023 from the University of Iowa. I don't wow. know what happened, but Daddy Lakey. So here comes old Bloom. <laughs> Yoo-hoo, Cody. I got that kicker, and now I've got a bag for you, too. Bloom. Got this guy a bag, and he flipped to Iowa State. Is that is that what happened? No, I don't think so. It sounds like he did not want to wrestle with these Ferrari kids. Ferrari? I guess that their they, last name. I think so. Oh, okay. Didn't he say? He's like, oh, I hate that kid. I don't want to wrestle with him. I haven't seen that. That it may have been that. Uh, that may have been the point. I don't know. Kevin Dresser is killing it right now. I mean, they're not to Iowa's level yet, but he is. I mean, that program, if you look at where he took it over and where they're at, they're they're pretty good. But really a shocking headline. <laughs> that was Robert Wait, De Niro. Wait, was that Robert De Niro? Yeah, did you hear about this? Did you hear about Robert De Niro? Yeah, Dirty okay, Grandpa. So think about it this way. Bob Huggins is 69 years old, okay? Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro just had his seventh child. He's 79 years old. He's 10 years older than Bob Huggins, and the guy just welcomed his seventh child into the world. 79 years old. I'm 38, and my kids drive me nuts and exhaust me. Like, I can't even get to work on time because of my kids. I got gray hairs. No. I'm sleep deprived. I'm getting fat because of my kids. This guy's 70, 79 years old. He just had his seventh. I don't know the circumstances here, so you know. Let's let that be known. No I have no clue. Did he plan this? I don't know. But Spread why nature makes it so that women can't have babies past, you know, a certain age range why does it allow men to have you ever thought of that i mean i haven't thought why is why is that seed always so fertile no matter the age like there should be okay you turn 50 it's menopause menopause yeah you can't that seed can no longer fertilize (laughs) <laughs> sorry i was reading one of the comments come on 
79 years old having a kid that's i was talking with some other people about this like oh this is this kid's gonna have a great life he's gonna have it made he's gonna have all the money in the world he's not even gonna know his dad he won't know his dad his dad will be (laughs) dead probably by the time he turns 10 let alone like where where are your aunts your uncles no grandparents that's just that's not... assuming that De Niro has something to do with this kid, and I have no idea if he's a good father or not. It, it read a little bit cavalier to me. <laughs> what? I read one headline, and I don't know where the source was, but it was like, he, he believes he has seven children. <laughs> he believes he does. Well, you know, I'm not quite sure anymore. I don't know if it's the dementia or the fact that I just don't give a damn. Again, I don't know the circumstances. Maybe he's... Maybe he's a great dad. Maybe yeah, maybe he's with some younger woman that really loves him and really wanted to start a family. She's like fifty years younger than him. I'm sure she really loves him for who he is. Well, see, you just you never know. Maybe maybe she does. I I don't know, but I think that would be like hassle. Let's just assume she's our age, okay? Which is still getting later to have a child for a woman. Oh yeah. That would be like you knocking up a 79-year-old woman. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't happen. The the 79-year-old woman wouldn't be able to have a kid. Why can a 79-year-old man spread that channel seed all over the place, as TB says? (laughs) De Niro's got that that channel seed in him. This is why I'm not going to give this woman the benefit of doubt. Would you ever just be like, Let's say you and Kristen get a divorce. Yeah. Or or she dies or something. Jesus. Where, where are we just, going here? You're, you're single. Would you ever just marry a 79-year-old woman because you love her? Come on. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, but... No, you're doing it for money. Wait, so we know about this, the partner that's having the, the kid? Do we know who this woman is? I don't know who she is. I haven't done that much. I think it's that is his girlfriend. God. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, there's just some I things would, that shouldn't happen. I would come it, to the it wedding. It shouldn't happen. Huh? I would come to your wedding. <laughs> if I married a 79-year-old woman? What's that place down there, that famous retirement home, the Villages? That's where you're going to live with your wife? You're gonna run for I the condo president board, at the like, age of seventy-nine. Like Kramer did. Else. You mean the condo president, Del Boca Vista? Del Boca Vista. Yeah, I. There's something, <laughs> I didn't mean there's to kill wrong off your with, wife. There's something wrong with nature if they're allowing this kind of garbage to happen. We uh, uh, really pissed off the biking community the other day. Had a bunch of rag briars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had some people in the comments. Oh, you got the picture of me on the bike, huh? Did you go out and do that picture just to mock the rag bride community? <laughs> no, this this picture, you see the bike is purple. It's a girl bike. Yes, it's it is. It's got the little basket in the front. But that's that's uh, that's the only picture of me on a bike I had, so I, I posted it. Um, that was when I was in Cape May, New Jersey. We were riding bikes around town. You just ride bike around town drinking. Some people get hurt. But I don't know why they're so 
offended by what you said. Did you call them brain dead? I mean, what, what did you what did you say about them that made them so upset? I said that they haven't been very welcoming to me. We were talking about how they always wear spandex. We were talking about how they drink a lot. You, you said that they're like the one thing that I kept seeing in the comments was that oh, we're being too loud for you in the bar. What do you do? You come to the bar to study. What are you doing? We come to the bar to party, man. We're bikers. We're a biker gang. I think the thing that stands out is just, again, they're always, it's just uh, old guys and their bulge and then their beer gut. You know, it's we like. We get a like, lot of bikers in Bondurant. We're oh, out on the bike God. trail. So really? They're, they're oh, everywhere. Yes. There's a trail that goes right through town. So they're wearing the spandex and there's just bulges all over their bodies. Yes. And you can't go out and have dinner or a beer without 15 bikers. And you can't, there's like two main roads in Bondurant. You cannot cross either of them without bikers being there. Oh, man. See, like, it's already ticking people off. Yeah, Ben says you're yelling at clouds They're very sensitive. They're very sensitive, the biking community. I just, listen, I hope you guys enjoy it. Listen, make fun of me all you want. You know what my hobby is? Go to, I go to dirt track races, all right? Make fun of me. I'm a total redneck. I get it. Why do you think bikers are so defensive? I don't know. It's a great question. Why can't they just be like, yeah, so what? That's a question I asked to all you bike. Why are you guys so sensitive? Yeah, we wear spandex. We show off our bulges. We ride from town to town, get pissed drunk, puke, shit all over the place, and ride another 100 miles the next day. So what? And why do these outfits, they always have like ads on them yeah. like i'll see people biking around town here in del rey and a guy will have like a full 7-eleven suit on what is 7-eleven paying you what are you doing see so you got into a twitter thing with ted flint what was he talking about He's like, yeah, the least surprising thing I've ever heard is hassle not knowing what beer coupons are. Yeah, he's calling you a... I know I I don't know what a beer coupon was. And then he said... Then he said something about like... um, Oh, yeah, you probably don't even know what street dances are either. (laughs) What? Street dances? You've never been to a street dance? What the hell is a street dance? Oh, street dances are great. What is it? Where you shut down a street. Okay? So you block it off. Okay, so you're bitching about these bikers getting in the way, and now you say it's fine to just completely shut down a street. Well, we're talking so that you can dance in towns. This doesn't happen unless you're in like a small town. How small? I mean, I I consider Muscatine a small town. No, Muscatine's a big city. Okay, we have a street dance in my hometown. My hometowns. Do you count the prisoners? They let the the prisoners out. No, do you do you count them for the population? <laughs> they let the prisoners out into the streets. Without the prisoners, we're about four thousand. If you count the prisoners, we're okay. About 5, Muscatine's 000. like thirty thousand. Okay, yeah, you're not a small town. My wife's town has fewer than like five hundred people who live in it. What? Where she's from. Okay, so explain what is this street dance? Why do you have to shut they down bring a street? In a, they bring in a um, flatbed. And then you put a band up on the flatbed, and you let them play, and everybody dances and gets drunk in the middle of the street. 
That's what a street dance is. That sounds like RVTV to me. Like when well, we pulled into Alabama. RVTV. There are street dances at RVTV. Yeah. So is it like you ask your significant, like you ask somebody if you if it's a street dance and you're in high school, you're like, hey Meredith, you want to go to the street dance with me this weekend? I'm sure that happens. Yeah. I'm sure. So you don't happens. have like dances at school. You don't have dances indoors. You have to dance out in the streets. What do you? Oh, no, I mean, you can't you have dance a to a band. How do you dance yeah, you to can. a band? They what always mean? bring these like these cover bands come around and they just play songs that everybody knows go out there and dance van wink did they have street dances in uh the bay area growing up out there in cali no (laughs) okay thank you you would go ghost ride absolute elitism oh shocking that out in california woke nation that they wouldn't have a street (laughs) dance okay what and explain again what is a beer coupon so I believe what they do. So it's 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 for identification purposes, and it, and it's really kind of stupid. But like, yeah, you it have sounds to like go, you have to go and get a wristband, so like somebody can properly check your ID to give you a wristband. So then you have to go and buy tickets to buy beer with. It's so stupid. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna like a beer costs ten dollars, okay. And one ticket costs $10. And I know I'm going to drink five beers. So you would give them $50 and they would give you five tickets. And then you go up to the beer garden and you give them a ticket for a beer. That's how it works. You're just bypassing the money at the beer garden. My mom just sent me a text. They would have street dances down by Boonies in Muscatine. See? Beer tickets more they usually have at beer know. tents. You buy the tickets. Then you go to another area to get a drink with your ticket or coupon. Great River Days did this. <laughs> I guess I'm I'm too elite for my own mother now. I don't know. Man. What the His hell are you playing? This is week. what we do in the Bay Area. It's called sideshows. Jesus. What? That looks extremely I shouldn't dangerous. say we. I never did this. Before. Wait a second. This car is doing spin outs and there's just people standing around the streets? It's like a shoot a of very, Fast and the Furious. It's a very controversial subject in the Bay Area. I would get the hell oh out God. of there. That, that that thing could hit you. How, how dumb are people out there? What, what are they doing? They're spinning their cars around. Williams, this seems like something you would like. It's loud. You're wasting gas. It's this a seems car. To come to doing burning your tires up. Stupid just things. Wasting money. Jesus. I made the most dad move comment ever yesterday. We're driving home. I had just picked Cameron up from school. Matt, you'll like this. So we're driving from, we're crossing the four-way there in Bondurant, really where there's the only place in town with traffic. And I see these kids just leaving the high school. There's a boy on a motorcycle with what appeared to be his girlfriend on the back, you know, and she's got her arms wrapped around him. Yeah. The boy has a helmet on. The girl does not. And I wanted to yell out the window, get a helmet on! What if neither one of them had a helmet on? Would you have still Well, it pissed me off because that boy should have given that girl the helmet. Oh, you can't. Okay. Right? Now, maybe. So, I don't know how your uh, grandparents were, but my grandpa would always say, if I was sitting in the back seat of his car, well, you don't need to wear a seatbelt back there. You'll be fine. You only had to wear a seatbelt in the front seat because only 
the front seat people are in danger. Back seat, you're basically in a bubble back there. So you'll be fine. No seatbelt. Maybe it's like that. The guy was like, well, if you're behind me on the motorcycle, you'll be fine. I'll take the brunt of it up here. Work. I'll take the brunt and you'll be fine. <laughs> when you get thrown off of it, it doesn't matter. You're in the front oh, of the boy. I hey, used you didn't to ask me how things moment, went with though. my. Uh, I put a with, fear with, of God into Cameron to not get on the back of a motorcycle with a boy. What about with a girl? Or a girl. Whatever. Why well, do you got to make say like that. that? Why do you have to be. Why do you have to do that? Because you specified that she couldn't get on a motorcycle with a boy. So if I'm her. Okay, or a girl. I'm either. finding a girl or a they, them. And I'm going to say, hey, daddy, it's not a boy. <laughs> you know how kids are. <laughs> I'm laughing at you calling me daddy in that context. Just was funny. <laughs> hey, daddy. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. God. Last thing for me. <clears throat> oh, God. Jesus. This air conditioning thing that they're trying to get us to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is this thing you... S- What it, you, we got all sorts of stuff going on. We got the mayor of Des Moines trying to get us to not mow our yards, which is oh yeah. Absolute what is the, so that's bullshit. a Des Moines thing. This this no this no mow May th- that's that's a Des Moines yeah. thing because I hear Murph and Andy talking about it. I'm like what the hell? The, the mayor like signed like a thing that like he's encouraging people not to mow their damn yards. How you can't in, in Iowa you cannot if it rains at all you can't go all of May without mowing We're going to have yards. like snakes everywhere. We're going to have mosquito. It's going to be a disaster. That's a terrible idea. Oh, but they got to pollinate. Got this whole speech from my wife last night and it's just like god. You want a good looking I yard. I could see, or not? you know when I I could see like okay, let's yeah. Let's mow May as Ben points out in the comments That's minnesota fine. does a less mo may i'm okay with that maybe maybe cut it back by a few days like instead of mowing it every five days do it every eight days i'm okay with that the no mowing thing is psychotic yes correct it's like in seinfeld where the guy runs for new york mayor because that everybody should wear name tags it's a yeah. stupid idea Terrible idea. This is a bad idea, Mr. Crowney? County? County. He's still the mayor? Jesus. He was the mayor when I was there. There's also a thing here about people, a federal program is suggesting that we run our furnace, or not our furnace stats, our thermostats um, at 82 degrees at night and 78 degrees during the day. That seems awfully... um, Warm to me. I see this every year. Some news station will tweet this out and an article behind it that this is what is being recommended. If you really want to save the environment, if you really want to lower your costs, you, you put you, you just have to sweat your ass off. Come on, 78 during the day and 82 at night. We are almost 20 degrees off here. People, you can't live like that. What's the point of even having an air conditioner if you're going to have that? That's basically... You're just taking away the humidity at that point. I keep mine 71 during the day. We go down to 66 at night. (laughs) What? 66. 
Yeah. What does, what, it, what does the temperature get to at night in Florida? See, it's what does it get 70, down to? Say in the seventies. In the summertime. In yeah. the summertime, every single day, and I'm not exaggerating here. In the summer, every day, the high is ninety, the low is seventy-eight. Every day. I could see that. So Keeping if I cool. set my thermostat at eighty-two, I would never get it back down to sixty-six. Mm. It wouldn't happen. Yeah, uh, I, I know what you mean. I so what's weird for me is I got a new air conditioner last year and it everything's jacked up. Like it's it's great, it works great. Like seventy two on my old one, seventy two on this one feels like it's thirty. Yeah. And and different houses are different too. Uh, I've yeah. lived in some places where. Uh, 68 was cold. I've yeah. lived in places where 70 is way too hot. I, when I lived up north, remember when we were in Connecticut and we had our house there, in the wintertime, I would only, I would, I'd put the heat to like 67 during the day and then at night down to 60. Man, you're getting close to pipes freezing territory. I love it cold. When I when I go to a hotel, the first thing I do is I go to that old thermostat and I put it as low as it goes. You you got you sleep your best when it's cold, and I can't sleep if it's not below seventy. I cannot go to sleep. So you're not you don't like camping in tents. I've never camped before. Does that surprise you? No. No. Well, what do you keep it at? You flew well, off this the handle one, when I, I used, said I put it down to On my other one, 66. I used to keep it like 70. This one, I'll keep 73, 74. During the day? Yeah. What, at night? And then at night, about 72. Jeez, what are you... Oh, that's way too hot. No, it's not. Like, it's it's something about this... I, I, it says it's 72, but I actually think it's like 69. Like I, It's like it's off. No. There's no way I'd be able to sleep at your house. We'll put you in the basement. You and Dirks. Yeah, the basement. That's where it's at. Dude, my basement's like 15 degrees colder than the upstairs. Yeah. It's crazy. Ooh, I love See, you know, we don't have basements in South Florida. Why not? Can't. Why? Because of the soil here. You can't have a basement. There's no basement. Oh, yeah. You guys got all that. But you can dig a pool. You can dig a pool. You can dig a pool. But you cannot dig a basement. Hmm. No, I think that, I don't know, something about the soil. It's like sand, basically, you're digging into. It's not like hard soil. All right, we got to And it's probably something with a water table, too. I don't know, because we're at sea level. We just got the first game of the NFL 2023 season. Lions, Chiefs? What? Mm-hmm. That's the first game? Thursday night, baby. I don't know about I that. I just got a... Usually the first game is like the sexiest matchup of the season. It's like a Super Bowl rematch. The Lions? I get that they won a bunch of games at the end of last season, but come on. Apparently, Matt, your uh, 49ers are at the Vikings Monday Night Football in October. Yeah, I just saw week seven. That's a, I, I don't to, think it's official, but it's, it was a leak that came out. Might have to take you up there and let you, Do it. let you get your ass kicked by a bunch of Northerners. Brock Purdy will be back by then. There's going to be a Super. lot of Cyclones that are going to that there game. There will be a lot of Iowa State fans at that game. No doubt about that. All right. I got to get out of here. Um, thanks for watching. 
everybody who's live. Thanks for listening on the Iowa Everywhere Podcast Network. We appreciate our great sponsors. Remember hey, to get wait, out to Matt, Kenoyer. Hang on, Matt. Pull up that picture I sent you. I, I, you want you have it? You want me to play I, it? No, the, the yeah, the picture that I sent you of me. I look just like Williams in this picture <laughs> I sent you. You look like William. Okay, hang on. Yeah, yeah, the picture I sent you. I took this picture of myself last night. You're going to give me one second. And I looked just like you, Williams. This ought to be good. Yeah. I used one of those Snapchat filters. I was just like scrolling through the Snapchat filters because I, I I don't even use Snapchat. I just want to see what the different filters are and such. And uh, <laughs> I found this one. I look just like you. And I'm wearing, it turns out, I was wearing the same shirt you're wearing right now. Look at, look, look at me. <laughs> I look just like you. You look so angry. I look like a... <laughs> I look like a Chicago cop. It's the bald filter with the mustache. So I just basically need to sh- shave this beard. Yeah, just leave the mustache. <laughs> Get out of here. All right. Have a good day, everybody. Skedaddle. Iowa everywhere.